Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Alex Ferrario, that's Tanner Hendrickson, and I'm Brandon Kiley. Let's go out to the Brown and Crippen Celebrity Line. Happy to be joined by Bob Nightingale, MLB insider for USA Today. You can follow him on Twitter at B Nightingale. Bob, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for hopping on with us today. I want to start with this. After hearing what the players were able to get in their negotiations with the owners yesterday, what they proposed, I actually left some of those reports feeling more optimistic about this CBA getting done sooner rather than later. Did you have the same takeaway from yesterday's reports? Yeah, the biggest thing was that, you know, it was the first face-to-face <clears throat> meeting since uh, December 1st, and uh, MLB kind of insisted on it. And uh, the last meeting lasted seven minutes on December 1st, and this one lasted two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, and right, you know, the fact they're meeting again today, it shows that there's some urgency, you know, urgency to uh, get things going, you know, spring training is right around the uh, around the corner. And I think, you know, hey, even if you miss a week of spring training games, I think, you you know, you run the risk of uh, alienating a lot of fans. Uh, yeah, the union said, okay, we're not going to, uh, we're not, we're not going to uh, ask for anything more than the six years of free agency, you know, which has existed since 76. I don't think uh, it was a huge concession by any means. They still want, you know, arbitration rights at two years. And, uh, you know, Major League Baseball is still at three years unless you're part of that Super 2 class. So, you know, the, I think the fucked up bargaining tax, uh, you know, that can be, uh, you know, that can be compromised. The minimum salary, I think there's, you know, plenty of room for compromise there, too. So, I don't, you know, I don't think once they sit down and talk, I really don't think it'll take that long to get done. What's the deadline, Bob? Is there a date where it has to happen by this date? Otherwise, we're potentially going to have to push back the season. What is that date if there is one? That date would probably be right around March 1st. I mean, last time with the, uh, in, the, in the COVID season, they had only 23 days of spring training, which was a little short. Now, it's going to take about a week to 10, 10 days for guys to all show up. Uh, you know, nobody has housing, the visa problems, everything else. So I, I think you're talking about, you know, last couple of days of February, uh, no later than March 1st. And, they, you know, and they're not going to push your season back. They would just uh, get rid of those games. Major League Baseball has said, you know, we're not pushing the season back. We're not going to November. So, uh, I don't, you know, nobody wants to lose paychecks and nobody wants to lose, you know, TV money. So, Bob, we've already started to see some some sacrificing in these negotiations on the players' side. Do you think the arbitration rights are going to be the biggest holdup moving forward, or is there another area that you feel like might be the biggest concern from the fans' perspective? 
I think probably the uh, you know the the CBT tax. I mean, that's an effect of you know the Cardinals. They're never going over it, but it affects teams like the uh, you know Dodgers, Yankees, you know the, the big boys. I mean, Dodgers uh, it cost them over thirty-five million dollars in uh, in taxes uh, this past year for having a twenty-five million dollar payroll. In the uh, you know the limit was two ten. So I think you know the union says how about two forty five. Baseball says hey we'll go up to two fourteen and edge it up to two twenty. So I think there's some room there. I think that's a big one, and they do need some something to get the uh, players paid earlier. Uh, you know the union wants a seven hundred seventy five thousand dollar minimum. Right now it's five seventy five hundred. So there's certainly wiggle room there as well. So, Bob, I know a lot of fans bring up the possibility of, of a salary cap in baseball, and it's something that it feels like would never be agreed upon. But our afternoon show talked about something yesterday that I found really interesting. You know, the luxury tax when you go over a certain amount. Could you see a possibility where teams maybe get penalized, something like that, if they don't spend to a certain amount of money to avoid that tanking like a Pittsburgh Pirates team? A floor, basically. Yeah. Is there a way that they can implement a floor, Bob? Well, the owner suggested that or proposed that, a $100 million floor. And uh, the union said no. And the union's uh, thinking is that if there's a floor, one day there'll be a cap. So they're just inviting a cap uh, by having that floor. So they like the idea that teams can spend their want. You know, they, they love that the Mets and Steve Cohen are, you know, already at about $260 million payroll, and they're not done yet. So they don't want to stop that. But, you know, they're trying to get those, you know, the tax penalties down as well. You know, the fact that a Dodger team, you know, spent $35 million you know, in taxes for nothing, obviously they're not going to do that again this year. Again, we're talking with Bob Nightingale, USA Today, Major League Baseball columnist. Bob, one more that I wanted to ask you on these negotiations. What's your expectations for later on today when they meet, and what would give you a good feeling that this is trending in the right direction? Well, I think the owners will just do a, uh, uh, you know, a narrow scope of uh, proposals, more dealing with the, uh, you know, the luxury tax, the uh, the minimum salary, that sort of thing. Uh, there's a lot of things they have to agree on too. There's a million things like you know, such as a uh, you know drug testing policy, you know, all star game bonuses, you know, things like that, scheduling. So you know, even if they sit down and talk, you know, every day for the next you know week or so, you know, it's probably going to take at least you know a week to ten days to iron something out. So, but but I think today will be more narrow in, uh, in in scope. I think the big thing after today will be, will they meet again tomorrow? You know, will they meet, you know, at least again this week? Remember, before uh, today, they had met only twice in the last 54 days. Bob, I did want to ask you a final thing on this, and then I want to get a couple of your thoughts on the Hall of Fame announcement that's happening later on this afternoon as well. What do you expect the Cardinals to do when things reopen? Are, are there any priorities that you expect them to have once free agency is officially back open and we're done with this lockout? Well, I think you got to get in our slugger, particularly with the DH comes to the National League. Uh, you know, you want a heavy hitter that in that middle of the lineup. You can never have enough starting pitching or elite pitching, for that matter, but particularly starting pitching. Uh, I think there'd be such a flurry of uh, activity. Remember, there's about 300 free agents out there. You know, about 150 will sign major league contracts. But I think you know some guys will fall right in the Cardinals' lap. I think if you're uh, if you're patient out there, you're going to get lucky. At least get a guy to sign for a year and, and help you win right now. Are there any players immediately that come to mind when you're thinking about that possibility, Bob? No, it just uh, depends on who, uh, you know, 
it's like a merry-go-round. He'll get left off there. Your musical chairs used to say, and they because uh, there's so many good players out there, and I think some will ask for too much money, and uh, teams will balk. In toward the end of spring training, he'll say, "Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and join you guys." So I, I think we'll see a, a number of late spring training signings. So, Bob, as we transition into the Hall of Fame conversation, because uh, the the uh, nominees are going to be announced later on this evening, and, of course, we're on in St. Louis, and the, the first question is Scott Rowland. You had your ballot uh, released a little bit ago earlier this morning. What was your thought process on, on not picking Scott Rowland? Yeah, I may change my mind on that. Uh, just so far, it just falls a little short for me. Uh, close, but falls short. Uh, a little like, like a Todd Helton, you know, close but short. Uh, but, you know, hey, the, a lot of guys fall off the ballot after next year. Uh, you know, if I re-examine, uh, you know, I'll probably, probably will vote for Roland. Certainly before his 10 years are up, he's, he's turning the, in the uh, right direction. You know, you, you wish it had ended the way it did in, the, uh, in Philadelphia. You wish for a third baseman to have hit, you know, more home runs, that sort of thing. But certainly, you know, great defensive player and every everything else. So I, I do think he gets in one day. But it'll probably be a uh, take a couple of years. How many guys do you think get in tonight? How many are you expecting to actually be announced as Hall of Famers, Bob? Just one. I think David Ortiz is it, and I'm not even a hundred percent confident Ortiz. I think he gets in. I think he barely gets in. Uh, but yeah, nobody else. I don't think anybody else is going to get. Close. I think, uh, you know, Barry Bonds and Clemens last year on the ballot, you know, they're probably going to be right around the 70% mark, which still leaves them uh, far short. You know, I don't think anybody else is even going to broach 70%. Final question that I've got for you on this, Bob, and we'll get you out of here. Thanks so much for the time today. With Bonds, Clemens, Schilling, how do you think the Veterans Committee is going to handle them? Because we're th- this is going to be the final year that we have the conversation about them on the, the baseball writers' ballots, but... How do you expect the Veterans Committee in the future to handle those guys? I mean, you would think it'd be tougher for them to get through the Veterans Committee because they, uh, you know, Joe Morgan came out, you know, before he passed away in uh, 2017 and says, please don't vote for these guys. Uh, I think a lot of the older players are are turned off, in fact, with the the steroid use in that, uh, you know, that hurt the game. So I, I do think Bonds and Clemens get in one day, probably, you know, Schilling too. I just think going to uh, take a while. I don't expect those guys to jump right in. I mean, they're back on the ballot again in November. They vote on it in December. I, I do think uh, Fred McGriff, I think he got badly hurt in the steroid era because this guy played the game clean. Uh, it's almost like I'm not going for Todd Helton until Fred McGriff's in there. I think it was a great mistake by the writers not to vote him in. So he'll be on this ballot. And, uh, and Bruce Fauci, you know, won three World Series with the Giants. I think he'll get in with the veterans ballot too. Maybe, uh, maybe Joe West too. We'll see. He's Bob Nightingale. You can find his work over at USA Today. Earlier today, he had a great column on the movement in Major League Baseball's lockout. Hopefully, we'll have another update on that later on this afternoon. Bob, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks for so much for hopping on with us today, and we'll talk with you again soon. All right, look forward to it. Thank you, guys. Find your perfect fall suit with Indochino. Customize every detail of their seasonal designs for a one-of-a-kind look at a great price. And get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com, promo code FALLUPDATE. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. 
like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.